And I guess what I want you to know is that if you feel like you've lost your motivation or you're trying to rediscover it or you're in a period of change, that you are not alone. I think it's a cycle that we're always going through and we go through push cycles where we feel really motivated and really high energy. And then we can also have cycles of lower energy and there's nothing wrong with either of them. Welcome to the Step Into Clarity podcast. I'm your host, Marissa, founder of Quill Co. and mentor of other designers just like you. Step into clarity with me as I have candid conversations about both the growth and the goof ups of navigating this wild ride of online business. podcast. I am delighted that you are here with me today. Today's episode is a good one. We're going to be talking all about motivation and rediscovering that motivation if you've lost it, and also the importance of knowing what you're motivated by. As business owners, we have to be really self-motivated, right? Like no one is there to make sure that we're checking off all of our tasks. No one's there making sure that we're like setting goals. We're really just bound by deadlines for clients and then everything else. It's all our own motivation that we're putting on ourselves, which can be a lot, right? (laughs) Like what a big responsibility. So what happens when we lose it? What happens when we don't have that motivation anymore, or we got really bored in our business, or maybe we're getting too comfortable or burnt out in our business and there's no motivation to keep going, wanting to throw in the towel. Or maybe it's this fear, like this being scared of the next level that's holding you back from that motivation to keep going. The thing is that there are no rules for motivation and everyone's really motivated by different things. When I was doing a little bit of research for this podcast episode, I came across the pain pleasure principle. It's a lot of P's (laughs) by Sigmund Freud. And it basically says that we are all motivated by either pain or the opposite, which would be pleasure. So for example, if we are motivated by pain, it's essentially this extreme need for change. Like something in our life is so bad that we cannot bear to keep living life this way. Some examples could be maybe if you need to make more money because you need to like be able to pay rent or you're going to be evicted, right? Like that would be an extreme need for change. Or maybe there is a health issue that you're working for and there needs to be a lifestyle change or else it could be, it could end up really bad. So these would be like extreme needs for change that are motivated by pain. And then the opposite is being motivated by pleasure or the extreme limitless desire for change. So like thinking about what would happen in that future dreamy state. So for example, that could be maybe you're motivated by the idea of being able to retire your partner or being able to buy a house for your parents or being able to take three months off of work to travel the world. So like being motivated by 
the limitless things that are available for us in the world. And I wanted to talk about this because recently I felt like I was losing my own motivation. I think that I was somewhere in between being too comfortable and then also being really burnt out by everything and not really wanting to work towards anything else because I was already kind of burnt out on what I was doing. Like, how could I add on more? And I was noodling over my own personal motivation and why I had lost it and how the heck I was going to get it back. I realized that I personally am motivated by pain and I get really motivated by big ideas. And then I start to get burnt out when it comes to actually implementing those ideas. I'm like, yay, I'm going to do this really big, fun idea. And then when I start to actually do it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a lot. I'm burnt out. I don't want to do it. I am no longer motivated by this. And when I was noodling over my own motivation, just coming to this realization that I'm heavily motivated by pain. I remember the first time that I realized that I wasn't alone in being motivated by pain. I was watching this Facebook live years ago, and it was during the time that Trump was running for president. And she was talking about how she was motivated by pain, but her life at that moment, like really wasn't bad. There wasn't any extreme need for her life to change. So she realized that she needed to create the pain in her life in order to find that motivation. So she vowed to herself that if she didn't reach her goal, she was going to mail a check to the Trump campaign. And that would be so unbearable that she would need to keep working towards her goal. And while I found this example, like a little bit funny and, and like a little bit extreme as well, but I also found it really inspiring that to be really in tune with what you're motivated by. And I'm not saying that if we are motivated by pain, that we need to create painful things in our life in order to reach our goals. But it's just an example of being in tune with what you're motivated by. I am personally motivated by pain. And before I started Quill Co., I worked at a design agency and I was starting to feel really burnt out there and I wasn't really inspired to work there anymore. And so I had decided that I was going to quit. And then every day after that, after I had made that decision, just became so unbearable to me. Like I could not stand to be there anymore because I didn't feel fulfilled and I knew that I was working towards something else. So that feeling of just unbearable having to be there was enough for me to work towards getting to my next dreamy desired state. And I was thinking about how recently I've been kind of struggling to find my new motivation and maybe you are too. And I feel like I'm fortunate enough that right now my life is pretty freaking great. Like I get to work for myself. I get to do the kind of work every day that lights me up and that I'm really excited to do. I have an amazing partner and we have a great house and I have amazing team members to support me. So there's nothing in my life that is like really painful that I need to change. So there's nothing for me personally that's like this extreme motivation to to get to this like next stage. So what do we do if we don't want to have to create painful experiences for ourselves to work past to 
keep doing good work in our business or to get to another quote unquote level. I've been reflecting a lot on more around what the dreamy future state is and how I can pull in more motivation from from like a more inspirational state instead of a painful state. Though for me, I've been thinking a lot about what does that dreamy future state look like? And for me, I'm going to share a little bit with you, but for me, dreamy state is being able to give my team a lot more and create a really awesome experience for them. I have this dream of having a physical office space in the future where maybe we could do work retreats that hopefully aren't totally lame. Um, I want to build my dream house one day and I also eventually want to have children. So for me, that looks like having a lot of free time in my business and building a business that can run without me in the future and where I just get to do more of the visioning work and not so much of the implementation. So those are things that I've been kind of dreaming about and trying to pull in motivation from the opposite side of the spectrum. I want to share with you this exercise that I've been using to rediscover my own motivation and something that I use when I'm making either like really big decisions or some scary decisions in business or even in life. You can use this too. It's called the Dickens process and it's an NLP technique that has been made popular by Tony Robinson. And I thought that this was kind of funny. It gets its name from Charles Dickens from the Christmas Carol where Scrooge is visited by ghosts showing him the past, the present, and the future. And so within this process, you kind of take yourself through the same thing. You look at the past, the present, and the future. So take a moment with me and we'll do the Dickens process together. So the first step is to identify your goal. So what do you want? What are you working for? And Like, what do you truly want? I think a lot of times we can get stuck on what we don't want, but we aren't really clear on what we truly want. We can think about like what we think we want or what we see other people working towards and think that that's something that we should be doing too. But take a moment and really think about like what you want. Okay, so now once you've identified that, we want to think about why you want to achieve that goal. And if your why is big enough, you'll always find a how to get it done. So if your motivation is so strong, your success to getting it is inevitable, right? Like if you truly feel so passionate about reaching this, then it happens. Now take a moment to compare what your current situation is to what your future situation would be. So what is the goal outcome? So you can close your eyes and think about what life is like right now, and then take a moment to just kind of dream about what life would be like once you did reach that goal. And take note of what your feelings are when you're thinking of right now, and when you are thinking of the future, do you notice any pain of staying in your current situation, or do you feel more of that joy of what your future situation could be like. And when you are taking note of those feelings, are you feeling more pain or more joy? If you are feeling things that are more rooted in pain, then it's time to ask yourself a few questions. And here's a few that I like to ask myself. So what would it cost if you didn't change? And what would you miss if nothing changed? 
Or what would life be like in three, six, or 16th months if nothing changed? And what if 10 years went by and things were still like that? Now, if things are rooted more in like this joyful feeling, then some questions that I'll ask myself are, what then becomes possible for your life if you pursued this? Like, how would that make you feel? Or questions like, what else would that give you? What would it do for others around you? And I guess what I want you to know is that if you feel like you've lost your motivation or you're trying to rediscover it or you're in a period of change, that you are not alone. I think it's a cycle that we're always going through and we go through push cycles where we feel really motivated and really high energy. And then we can also have cycles of lower energy and there's nothing wrong with either of them. There is a time and a place for both of them. And I hope that this exercise is something that you can do and come back to and revisit whenever you need to make a big decision or you are going through a time of change. I hope that it's something that you can do and find some clarity through the process. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. I would be thrilled to know if any of this resonated with you. Send me a DM on Instagram at quillandco.design. I can't wait to continue this conversation. And of course, as always, I welcome your feedback on topics to cover going forward. So go ahead, send me a DM on Instagram. I cannot wait to say hi to you.